you got it as your number one. Today is December 22nd, 2023, and you are listening to episode 20 of the Tom and Scott Podcast Show, broadcasting from the Missouri River Valley and from the southern end of the I-35 corridor, directly to your ears with a fresh look at pop culture, current events, and whatever we find interesting. I'm Scott, the guy who wishes he had web shooters and... And I'm Tom, a guy who wishes he had a Red Rider carbine. Action 200 shot range model air rifle. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to our virtual Waffle House visit. Uh, we did have the menu up. Did you see anything that you liked? Should I pull, um, the, should I pull the menu I, I, up again, Tom? No, well, the peanut butter chip waffle is very interesting. Yeah, that does However, look really good. I, I, I do tend to, to go to the omelet side. So I think I'm going to have another all meat omelet. In fact, you can hold the vegetables and the salsa and the cheese and the eggs. It just give me a steak. That would be great. Just give me a steak. Yeah, the cheesesteak omelet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, look at that cheesesteak omelet. Yeah, that looks really good. Yeah. At this rate, it's going to be a short show. He keeps showing me this. <laughs> you'll have to. It's one right down the road. Out. Yeah, you'll have to bug out. <laughs> of course, I don't have any up this way, but you know, it is what it is. I guess. Someday Waffle House will cross the Mason-Dixon line and come up to the Missouri River Valley. Well, we are, <coughs> excuse me, we are happy to have everybody out today, and I'm glad Tom and I were able to get together here right before Christmas. Uh, you got any big plans for Christmas this year, Tom? Uh, no, apparently I'm going to spend it in traffic. I think you're having the same uh, experience. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do Monday? Drive yeah. somewhere. It's, it's nuts. Wait, wait at a red light for 30 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it this bad. It's really bad. Well, and up in my area, that so I'm in the Omaha metro area. There's um, The population has just been exploding up this way. Mm-hmm. And Omaha used to be a 20, 25-minute city, and it's not anymore. There's just so many people on the road all the time and uh, starting to get a little irritated with it, you know? So yeah, it's not the little big city anymore. It's just the big city now, but that's okay. It's still still really stretched out though, right? Oh yeah. 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 I was listening to um, a radio interview with the, some of the city planners and stuff. And they said by uh, somewhere around 2050, Omaha will have built out the entire county. So that's only, you know, 25 years away. So not much left when you think about it. And they're building like crazy, but they're also building out. So Nebraska is an interesting state in that uh, a city can't annex past a county line. So uh, in other states, cities can expand into other counties, but not in Nebraska. Mm. So Omaha is limited to the county that, that it's in, which is Douglas. But um, so that's why it's when they say or they're going to build the county out, which means basically Omaha will have no more room for growth outward. But they're doing a lot of that uh, multi-level 
kind of build outs where the first level is shops and stores, and then two mm-hmm. or three levels above that's apartments. So they're starting to do that in downtown and moving out West to do that. So yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see how things change. Well, I wonder if instead of, you know, uh, changing the County lines, you could just annex Iowa, just like invade, take over the whole state. Well, and that's all just Omaha. Well, well, there is that. Uh, yeah. Council Bluffs has always been uh, considered the um, redheaded stepchild of Omaha. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, growing up, we used to call Council Bluffs Council Tucky because, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of trailer homes and a lot of the railroad tracks didn't have warning signs on them, or the I shouldn't say they had the signs, but they didn't have the arms. And uh, yeah, so it was a little treacherous, but. Hey, there's lots of casinos over there now, and they had to build a bigger jail. Go figure. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> well, you always yeah, boy. you always have an interesting fact for us. What do you have for us today, Tom? Okay. I was excited about this one, so I hope you like it. So, uh, Star Trek. All right, you're familiar with Star Trek. Live I know. long and prosper. Uh, you know, there's several gizmos and gadgets that they used on the show that... Uh, mm-hmm became real like right. uh, communicators of course now we have cell phones Tablets. which are even way far advanced from what communicators were yeah um tablets and laptops that yep. was the first place you saw stuff like that like in casual use especially uh tablets and even the universal translator if you've ever oh right had yeah. the google translate app i mean it's not exactly it doesn't like learn languages on the fly but that kind of stuff mm-hmm but there's one in particular I didn't know until this week, and it's pretty cool. Or I guess it was last week. Is it warp drive? So, no. In fact, it, actually, we did create ion engines. Yes. Which uh, also came. It's it's famous from Star Wars, but mm-hmm. it also came from uh, a, a Star Trek episode. Well, according to George Nori on Coast to Coast. <laughs> <laughs> we've had it for years yes well I'll, I'll give you a hint I'll, I'll give you a hint and i want to see if you can guess it okay hello computer oh yes that is from uh star Man, trek let's see <laughs> is that four return home? that's four yeah, that's Good. four return Good home when they were doing transparent aluminum and scotty grabbed in a mouse and started trying to talk to it like it was a microphone <laughs> that's right and at one point, uh, Scotty goes, Admiral, there be whales here. You know, <laughs> yes, I can't right. Scottish accented. <laughs> oh, and uh, of course, he's he keyboard how quaint, you know, and he takes his fat little sausage fingers. And it, James Doohan's an awesome guy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But and he starts typing. His hands like, were not for typing. No, he, yeah. <laughs> so. I don't even think he could put his fingers through a teacup. <laughs> teacup. No, and I, I would not speak ill of the man. Well, nope. when he was alive, he, he was hardcore, dude. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, so transparent aluminum, which mm-hmm. was really kind of a cute, you know, very grounded scientific thing. Well, it turns out we got it. Now, it's not exactly what they said. It's called oh. aluminum ox. Uh, oh, man, I misspelled it. Oxy. Uh, Oxycontin. No, aluminum oxydri- uh, oxynitride. I misspelled it. Oh. So I had to remember. Or uh, anlon. Hmm. Which is really lame. Is that the trans- brand name? To lum- or uh, Al- Alon. I'm sorry, Alon. Alon? Like Alan, but Alon, yeah. Okay. 
So it's a mixture of aluminum, oxygen, nitrogen, and they pound it into a powder, shove it into a mold, subject it to extreme pressure and temperature. And then it's for a couple days, I think. And then they have to polish it because it kind of comes out cloudy, but it's very, it looks just like glass. It's totally transparent, wow. you know. Uh, and the uses for it, I, I'm going to send you the link mm-hmm. uh, later. Oh, yeah, because I want to put it in the show notes. Oh, okay. Well, I just meant for you. But uh, yeah, I just stumbled across this in a, in a YouTube uh, thing. So they're using it for military armor. Really? Uh, or at least they're testing it. That's one of them. Like uh, bulletproof per- windows? Per- yeah. What about personal? So bulletproof windows. I <laughs> well, guess so, face- and that would be for anything. And then also they want to use it for like uh, the windows in the space station. Oh, yeah. And other vehicles and undersea vehicles as well. But it's really expensive right now. Like, but they showed a demonstration of a 50 cal bullet being stopped by one inch of uh, Allon glass. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and it goes right through four inches of bulletproof glass and yeah. through the dummies. Yeah, it's, I mean, it stopped it. It didn't get through at all. 50 cal. Oh, um, so another benefit over it is like, uh, I didn't know this, um, in the space station, they have these thick windows and they're very special and they have laminate coating on them. But unlike the coatings we have on our phones, it's very susceptible to scratching. Hmm. It's a it's a serious problem in the uh, in those types of vehicles. But you can imagine how much smaller. I mean, you've seen those undersea uh, vehicles. Yeah, and it looks like a marble with like a human shape in it. it yeah. <laughs> you can't even see inside because it distorts. So they could drastically reduce that and. Well, like and they said, would drastically reduce travel. the weight too. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. It's quite a bit lighter, but I just so, thought that was really neat. Yeah. Um, I, I now in the video, they're they're claiming, well, eventually, maybe it'll get so cheap that we can make our glasses into it and electronic devices. And I'm like, mm. ah. <laughs> what glasses are are kind of cheap? Yeah. Well, especially mine. I got readers. <laughs> um. <laughs> But well, who knows? What, who knows? They, they, maybe what would they, could they use, use it for it. electronics, though. They, well, would it their point was everybody breaks their phones, and I'm like, I, I, I have, but mm-hmm. I don't know, phones and tablets. Phones, <laughs> yeah. Well, but basically, it's whenever I don't have a cover on it, it breaks, and when I do, it doesn't. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I wonder if they could make who it knows? into a touch screen, you know, or something like that. Yeah, it, it'd have to be thinner, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, hey, you could use your phone to stop a 50-cal bullet. To see <laughs> there it coming. you go. Keep Deflect the, it like a Wonder Woman. I can see it being in uh, <laughs> movie plots now. His cell phone was in his pocket, and he stopped a 110-millimeter shell. <laughs> there was the, a... The Spectre gunship. A warhead came down, and it just hit yeah. his phone and didn't go off. Didn't go off. That's right. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Cause... But anyway, I thought that was really cool. I'll uh, I'll, I'll hunt up that uh, that link. I, doggone it. I thought I copied it. I don't see it here, though. Um, but I'll get it. Yeah, and cool. I'll, I'll send it to you, and everybody can check it out. It's real short. It's just like three minutes, and it has better details, but I basically just plagiarized it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's public knowledge, whatever. But it's also been around for almost 10 years, but it's really? now coming into yeah. like regular use. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. 
Well, that is really interesting. I, I always wondered about that, if that would be uh, something, because aluminum is so light, mm-hmm. but uh, it's strong and uh, and very durable. Like, we were at a restaurant the other day, and it had you know aluminum chairs, and uh, you forget, you know, a full-size chair, and you just grab it, and it might weigh eight pounds at the most where if it was a metal wood chair it'd be two or three times that amount so it does make a big difference there's a reason they make planes out of aircraft aluminum right Mm -hmm. because it's so much lighter that's the same when you keep going up the scale of metals like titanium is super light and uh compared to you know iron or other metals so yeah that's really interesting and i just love star trek they just keep speaking into life (laughs) right uh, That's it, right. It, it won't be long, and we'll have deep space something or other if Elon has his way. <laughs> yeah, but deep space now is you know the next planet over. That's right. Yeah. So uh, hey, other we, than can, a Voyager, of course. But uh, yeah, let's just try to get back to the moon fifty years later. Right. <laughs> 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 That's that just me. And then uh, I was reading and watching some podcasts on the new. Uh, the, the, the new rockets, uh, the one, I don't remember their name, but the big ones that uh, Musk is, Musk SpaceX is making. And the, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched them land. They've got those four paddles that pop out. And uh, the design on those paddles is just amazing. It, it just seems so simple, but there's so much technology behind that, making sure those rockets can land upright. And it all really has to do with those four little pad, pa- panels that pop out that control the airflow as the rocket's descending. So it's just really cool, really interesting technology. And, uh, of course, the uh, flat earthers or those who say we've never been to the moon say, oh, why do they have to reinvent things? Uh, yeah, because the technology went four times past what we used to be. I mean, our cell phones could run the Apollo missions now. So let's make better rockets. So that's what they're trying to do, which is cool. Uh, yeah. So before we oh, get in, Oh, go ahead. I was saying, just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go ahead. We were just watching the new Spider-Man movie again. And you know, they got 200 Spider-Man all going, you, 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 you <laughs> doing that pointy thing. Homage to the movie. Uh, Let's see, where was I going? Oh, yeah. So today we are looking at our top 10 lists of our favorite Christmas movies. But before we get into that, we want to thank everybody for listening. Invite you to post on the Facebook page. We didn't have, I I didn't look at it that much this last month, but I didn't see anybody posting on the Facebook page. So I'm not going to mention any names here, but we've got some great listeners out there that are dedicated, all eight of you. So we appreciate it. <laughs> but um, one, of, yeah. one of them might be me, that, by the way. So What's that? As I re-listen to it, you... I hope it's not that's going toward the count. But uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah, the uh, Spotify Anchor account just says eight listeners, eight dedicated listeners. But it's been listened to several, a whole bunch of other times. But I don't know. Somehow they their logarithm says something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just enjoy hanging out with you in our virtual waffle house visit. Yeah, well, ditto. let's see. We've, we both got a, so this looks like one of those things where we had a hard time narrowing it down again. 
Oh, I changed it right before I sent it to you. Oh, you did? I, and to be honest, I only got down to 15 movies. Now, a bunch of them can be collapsed because it's just different versions of the same movie yeah. or, or the same story. So I don't know. I just figured you counted in hex. So <laughs> you're actually one short. What? Yes. <laughs> um. Let's see. We both had some honorable mentions. One, your uh, your first honorable mention. I don't know if I I know this one. Just friends. Uh, just friends. Yeah, that's uh, it's a comedy with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Amy Smart. Oh, and it's kind of he's kind of a jerk, and he kind of learns to be nice. But it's just funny, and it occurs over Christmas. Oh, okay. But it's uh, it's definitely one that uh, we watch every year about this time and just laugh because the brothers beat the snot out of each other. And, oh. um, so it's just like going home for you. Well, <laughs> yeah, he moved away from home. And he was fat. Oh. And he loses a bunch of weight and becomes a big Hollywood shot, hot shot. Okay. Comes back home and tries to show everybody how cool he is. And it's just like immediately humbled by everything. And he's trying to show his girlfriend that he or his friend who's a girl that he really, really loved that he doesn't love her anymore because he doesn't need her. Mm. So you can kind of figure where it's going. It's it's kind of an anti rom com. It's very funny. Oh. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, Excuse me. What happened? I lost your list. Okay. Uh, Zoom's given me. Don't get me started on Zoom. Uh, let's see. Your next one's Home Alone, which I w- that's in one of that's one of my top movies. But it's an honorable. So I, I moved you. it because I do love that movie, but I realized I haven't watched it in I don't know a long time, maybe two decades. Yeah. But I have fond memories of it. It does have a good message, a good Christmas message, and it is very funny, of course. So. I just kind of moved it out there. Yeah. Okay. And And I had one more. You just want to go over all of them? Yeah. Trapped in Paradise. So Trapped in Paradise almost got the list. So if you've, it is super duper corny, (laughs) but it's basically Nicolas Cage, um, Dana Carvey, and uh, uh, John Lovitz are brothers and they're criminals. And they hear about this like bank with one guard and he's like a hundred years old and there's no alarms and no cameras and everything. And so when they get out of prison, they go to this little town to try and knock over this bank. But of course, you know how these movies go and it's over Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically they just fall in love with the people and become really good people and that's cool. uh, eventually the the other bad guys come after them because they found out what they're going to do. But uh, just to see Nicolas Cage in a, just a super corny comedy is just, it's really great. Nicolas Cage in a super corny. I know he's always kind of corny, but I don't know. <laughs> he's retiring from acting. Did you hear that? He's got like three more movies to do. Uh, yeah. That's what he says. That, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's a good one too. If you've never seen it and you pick it up on the streamers, you know, it's pretty funny. 
Okay. I've got, uh, I'm dealing with zoom here. <coughs> Sorry. I don't know what the heck zoom is doing. Well, I can go over stuff to avoid if you want. I just have two dishonorables. Yeah, you do have two dishonorables. And the first yeah. one, yeah, it, it 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 is even not even a hate watch, you know, like. No, Star. no, that's it, 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 in fact, that is my point, because I watched it ironically this year and I stopped and went, this is not worth the pain. Yeah, it is terrible. It's really bad. If you can skip to the end and like watch uh, Carrie Fisher sing, that's nice. She's got a good voice. Um, oh, it's so bad. I couldn't even get through the Wookiee part, and that's like the first skit. Yeah. <laughs> no subtitles. Just a bunch of people dressed up as Wookiees going, Yeah, and it's just... Was it... I remember seeing like a documentary on it, and somebody was drunk during it, wasn't weren't they? I don't know. But it also had B. Arthur... Art Carney, yeah. uh, Harvey Corman, and nothing screams Star Wars like those three. Um, <laughs> yeah. The original cast, most of the original cast, but you could tell they didn't want to be there. Just, uh, it's, it's tough. It is, uh, yeah, it is hideous to watch. And I know um, George Lucas was like, I don't, he got talked into doing it somehow. I don't Oh, yeah don't uh entirely remember how what it was but yeah i nobody should watch it i mean it's just yeah. it's just and i've said that many times and people go ah i'll just give it a shot yeah <laughs> i tried to warn you yeah it is it is hideous so the next one and then we'll go through the top 10 is called rudolph and frosty's christmas in july oh uh, yeah now I, I think i've brought this one up before so the reason this one's so bad, it's just bad. But the reason I think it's really bad is because it takes Rudolph, Frosty, uh, Santa Claus. Um, oh, there's a couple others. The Baby New Year. Is Jack Frost in it? Like all the Rankin yeah. and Bass people even made Frosty a stop action. Yeah. Just well, like the Rudolph. And all the original voices and Ethel Merman's in it and does the character and everything. So right there, you're like, it's going to be great because it's all those combined into one. Uh -huh. But they forgot one thing, a story. And it's just <laughs> so weird. And it's scary, too. Not like um, there's like this evil winter spirit. It's so bad. I, it's just especially bad if you like the Rankin and Bass ones. Wasn't, and I do. But wasn't that a cartoon? That was actually a. No, it was stop action. Oh, wow. Yeah, they should so took they, Frosty, like I said, take the same voice actor for everything. And it's Rudolph, like I said, all of them are in it. And they took them all together, had the, some of the songs in it. Uh, it's just unbelievably bad. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I, I may have seen that when I was a kid. Was that, because the other ones were done in like the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, this one is, oh, I took the year off of it. Shoot, it was like, um, hang on a second, let me think. If it sounds like I'm typing, that's a total coincidence. <laughs> let me think, what would it be called? No, it's, uh, I want to say it's in the 80s. Oh, doggone it. 
don't get me wrong. There's some other ones in that um, genre that are pretty bad. There it is. Oh, 79. So it was near the end. Yeah, Ethel Merman. Shelly Winters as Crystal, because remember she was, that's uh, Mrs. Claus. Mickey Rooney as Santa. Red Buttons as Milton. All the original voices. Yeah, it's bad. Well, what's funny is it's a 6.3 on IMDb, and it's like a 0% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, you got it. Some people love the nostalgia, even if it's bad. Some people hate it makes it worse. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's on with the show. The real numbers. <laughs> well, uh, my honorable mentions are oh. uh, all of those claymation ones, like Rudolph. I, I didn't put them in as movies because they're only like 50 minutes long. Yeah. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is coming to town. I didn't put in there the year without Santa Claus, but that's, that's one of my favorites too because it has the yeah. heat miser in it. I love the heat miser. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, of course, is in there. Uh, not a movie. I don't classify it as a movie because it's less than an hour long. Um, but a couple that are movies, Trading Spaces, which is a Christmas movie, uh, which I I don't know why I like that movie so much, but it is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and uh, especially... Um, Al Franken on the train and the the buddy when the guy gets in the gorilla suit and all that. I, anyway, that's pretty funny. Uh, and of course, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, they just play off each other well. And Jamie Lee Curtis is in that. It, it is a little rough. It's definitely rated R for a reason, but it is, you know, Don Amici's in it. And, and you know, it's just funny. Uh, Die Hard 1 and 2, uh, which I think are both Christmas movies. They both happen at Christmas, and I think that, mm-hmm. and I can make the argument that it is a Christmas movie. In fact, there's a you know a bit of if if you want to just delve all the way into it, you can uh, um, add the biblical events around Jesus' life and apply it directly to Die Hard, especially oh, wow. the first one. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of interesting. <clears throat> it's a fun topic lately, debating whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, so yeah. it does have Christmas music and does appear or occur at Christmas. So. Yes, it does. That's and uh, there's presents in it. It's true. Great presents. <laughs> Great Never mind. Presents. All right. All right. Well, since you don't know how to count to ten, you could start with yours if you want. <laughs> well, my my. So yeah, the fifteenth one is the Christmas Chronicles. Now, this is a Netflix-only movie, so if you don't have Netflix, you probably haven't seen it. But this is the one with uh, uh, Kurt Russell as, yeah, yeah, as yeah, Santa okay. Claus. And Goldie Hawn, there's two of them now. The second one's not as good. Okay, we're back now. I had a little Zoom kerfuffle. Tom had to be a listening ear and counselor for me <laughs> while we were getting things back up in line. Zoom is awful on the commercial side. So anyway, uh, what I was saying was uh, the Christmas Chronicles has a second one. I don't think it's as good as the first, uh, but I I really like it. It's uh, it comes in at number fifteen for me, but there's a whole bunch that are kind of uh, compounded because they're all the same, just different. I guess I don't know, but um, 
Well, we'll get to that in a second. But I do like the Christmas Chronicles. I think it has a tremendous ending. And uh, it's just a, a kind of a, a new way to tell the story, I guess. So, hmm. yeah. So, I yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, and your number 10 is Die Hard. So, right. So, and you've already talked about it. That's fine. But uh, it breaks all the rules for me because typically I like something to be just funny occurring at Christmas mm-hmm. or very, very poignant and deep and philosophical about Christmas. And this is neither. So, uh, but it's great. In fact, it's in the theater. Mm. When I went and saw Godzilla, they had. Uh, which is great, by the way. Um, the new Godzilla? It really is. It will surprise you. Um, uh, they had a diehard 35th anniversary show. Oh, really? Yeah, in the theater. So maybe we'll go see it on Christmas Day. I don't know. I will say when uh, when uh, HD DVDs came out, so not Blu-ray, but the other, the other better stuff, <laughs> I got axed <laughs> out of the market. The rumor always is porn, but, you know, I don't know. But anyway, HDVD, one of the first HDVDs I bought was Die Hard. And I was was disappointed because they made the the video was so clear that Mm. you could tell that most of the shots had a big screen behind Bruce Willis. Yeah. So, uh, some of, yeah, some of the higher resolution stuff doesn't, uh, when they, when they change older movies into the higher resolution, it doesn't comport over as well. So anyway, yeah, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. I need to share my screen again with you, don't I? Uh, let's get to the right one. There it is. Share. Okay. So, uh, my next, next one on the list is a Christmas Carol just in general. Uh, so a Christmas Carol, I love Charles Dickens classic. Excuse me. Uh, I do think Patrick Stewart is one of the best actors doing Scrooge, but I do like the Jim Carrey animated version. I think that's really good. Uh, if you haven't seen that. Um, so I, I think it's uh, both of, but um, I know you've got, You've got the original, like with um, yeah, way up there. Well, it's not original, but it's one of the older ones. Yeah. yeah. Where did I see it? Oh, there it is. All the way with up. Al- yeah. yeah, number. You got it as your number one. Yeah. Yeah, Alistair Sim. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the black and white version, not the colorized. Oh, you're but, old uh, school, man. <laughs> well, it it has a lot of uh, significance to my brothers and sisters in my family because we watched that one a lot and we came to realize later that you know he really kind of looks like our dad now (laughs) kind of strange but uh does he sound like your dad from central illinois does your dad have a a british accent uh no (laughs) not so much he does look quite a bit like him and uh you know we don't deserve to be so happy and you know (laughs) ten thousand other quotes from that so yeah great show yeah take care of the surplus population <laughs> that's right <laughs> but I, I always like the uh, ghost of of christmas past come up and know me better man 
Uh, or no, that's the ghost of Christmas. That's present. the present. Yeah, yeah that's the present. Yeah. And he's dressed like Santa, but right. uh, yeah. And, and the, the, I think the fatal flaw of a Christmas Carol, which is still great, is that it's it comes so close to being kind of uh, doctrinal, but it doesn't quite make it. Oh, what do you mean? Basically, you just scared him because he's going to die. It's like, well, you're going to die anyway, pal. Yeah. But there's more to it than that. You're scared yeah. that you're going to die and nobody loves you or remembers mm-hmm. you or you missed out on being part of humanity. So, yeah, I don't know. Important. That's more important now than ever. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are checking out. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Who wouldn't with the political climate the way it is? Yeah. It, it's tough to stay positive. Yeah. So the next couple on my list is uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And, of course, you have uh, the animated version. There's uh, um, the animated version from 1964, uh, the original. And then you have the newer one with Jim Carrey, uh, which is very good as well. And um, uh, there's a newer computer animated one that my grandkids watch, but I haven't really sat down to watch it. But How the Grinch Stole Christmas is one of the top. For me, it's one of the top watches every Christmas because it's, mm-hmm. you know, a good reminder. It's just, uh, uh, it's almost a retelling of the Christmas Carol in certain ways. Yeah. Right. Spirit so, of giving. Right. Yeah. And, and the fact that they, um, it's on my list too. So the fact that they, uh, I don't know how accurate it would have been, <laughs> but they come out singing anyway. Yeah, that's right. Even though they didn't have their things. Yeah, you have it. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah it's, it's my number four. Yeah. Mine says 1966. So I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, good music. Good. Um, good. Oh, man. The animation of that original one is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Chuck. It was a, a Warner Brothers animator. Oh. Uh, I can't remember. You can tell when you see it the, the similarities between. That just high quality, well, and the sixties kind of animation. The voice actors there were phenomenal. I mean, oh yeah, Boris Karloff and all those guys. They just, oh, the guy that sings the Grinch song. Yeah. With that man, that's a deep voice. Stink, stink, stunk. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is a classic. Next yeah. on your list is A Wonderful Life. Yeah, so, which is probably close to number one on most people's lists. I only yeah. put it down a little bit. Because it's old, (laughs) but it's still fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, The fact that they're driving around in like Model Ts and, you know, a lot of the things. But yeah, great performances. Much like um, the Christmas Carol that I had. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes you think people aren't as good of actors. But that's not true. Mm -hmm. That's a stylistic thing. Yeah. Um, I always used to say that about William Shatner. People are like, why is he such an overactor? I went, watch everybody else on the show. Yeah. They all overact like that. You know, it's, it's a, and different times as you get older, it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in different countries, you'll run into that too. Wow. He's overacting. <laughs> Their cultures are more emotive yeah. and more animated. So, oh Yeah. Anyway, it, it's like watching John Wayne in a classic Western, the way he throws punches in those compared to 
you know, in the seventies, right at the end of his life when he threw punches, they, completely different. Yep. Right? Those old black and white movies, they overthrew the punches and everybody, you know, just played it out in such a dramatic way. But in the, the newer stuff, they try to make it more realistic and you know, it's got, it's that old, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the old rating system on Netflix, right? The, uh, when they used to have the stars and then the, the, the B horror movies would come up and people, Oh, these things stink. But it's like, you got to know the genre. Yeah. yeah. It's designed to be that stink. So I don't have it on my list. Budget is like a hundred (laughs) bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep the blood. We got to reuse it. Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't have a wonderful life on my list at all. Uh, because, um, it's not, it's good. And, uh, and I appreciate everything you said and I agree with it. I, I just think it's, uh, it's over, it's overplayed a little bit. Yeah. So it's, yeah, which is why it's up, up my list, even yeah. though, even though, uh, Scrooge is all the way to number one. So mm-hmm. let's see. Next in mine is a Muppet Christmas Carol. I almost made my list too, Did but it? I already yeah. had Christmas Carol all over the place. Yeah. So. so it's, I mean, I could have lumped it in with the other Christmas Carols, but it's, it's just radically different. And Michael Caine plays a great Scrooge. Yeah. He all the people play it straight. Yeah. Which is odd as you've got the Muppets being Muppets and, right. or, or playing it kind of straight. Yeah. Oh, and true. then all the people just act like, oh, it's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> It's totally number normal to have a rat talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know the way they played off Fozzie Bear being Fezziwig, uh, the two old guys from the, you know, from the Muppet Show that used to sit in the balcony. I mean, they were Marley and what was it Marley and Marley? How's that song go? Oh, they played two, two. Yeah. Yeah, Marley is actually two, two people in the Muppet Christmas Carol, but. Uh, yeah, but it, the songs are good. It's a, it's a musical. Uh, mm-hmm. of course, Kermit the Frog is in it and Miss Piggy and, um, and everybody, all the classic characters, they, uh, do a great job. Um, and, uh, Rizzo the Rat has some great lines in there. And I, I've always appreciated that character. Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> Which is always a good one. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, it's just a good, fun movie, and the kids like it. I, I'm, some of my younger grandkids like watching it with me, so you know I, I appreciate it. And one of, I think it's one of Jim Henson's last ones he did with the Muppets. So, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Let's see, your next on is a Christmas story. And is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your number eight. Yeah, and and I know everybody's seen that, and it's funny. I didn't see it till I was older. Oh really? Yeah, and it but it it just really takes you back to your mm-hmm. own childhood pieces of it anyway. Oh yeah. And um I don't know what can you say just the the interaction with his folks uh interaction with his friends and Well, and you can how, how he's trying to manipulate the system to get what he yeah. wants and and uh you know his little daydreaming kind of sol- uh soliloquies, yeah. you know, he kind of daydreams that he's going to be the hero with this red rider curbing and uh and even the uh 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 what's the shoot the character in there uh 
with the uh, the drinky like Ovaltine. Uh, oh, <laughs> and he, you talking uh, about the main character or the? Yeah, well, he gets the Ralphie's the main character. Ralph, yeah, yeah, Ralphie gets the decoder ring for the yeah. Ovaltine, and uh, you know he sits there, and his little brother has to go to the bathroom, banging on the door, and mom's yelling at him, and then he goes, "Oh, it's just a stupid commercial," you know. That's like. I went through it with my brothers and my kids have went through that too. <laughs> you just identify with so many parts in the movie or a dad who well, can't got dad who can't read and says for Jilly. <laughs> it's well, a- they also found a great way to make, to illustrate the, the, the cussing and the anger and thing mm-hmm. without actually having to use it. Yeah. Right. And they just kind of oh, mumbled it because it was targeted fudge. to kids. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the fudge, and then when he's fixing the furnace, and oh yeah, he's just Ruffin, sounds ruff, like ruff, ruff, uh, Yosemite ruff, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. That was pretty clever because that's what's important. Yeah, well, and, and, um, and those of us who are old enough remember when tires popped all the time for no reason, right? And you always had a spare in the car, not these little donut spares we have now. Because tires just do not pop the way they used to. Yeah, uh, they drive yeah. over a couple of nails and. Yep. Just keep driving them. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty weird. So, but it, it's a great, of course, uh, WTBS, we don't have WTBS anymore, but I'm sure they still play it 24 seven, but I own it. So I just watch it whenever I want. Now I will, there's, there's a second one that Daniel Stern is the dad in it and it is not very good. Um, but they did uh, do a, a uh, <clears throat> one a a Christmas story Christmas story, which is technically the third one. If you don't, there's other there was other holidays they were trying to do a Christmas story with. It just did not work. Mm-hmm. But it was a year ago they did a Christmas story Christmas story, where Ralphie's all grown oh, okay. up, and they bring back a whole bunch of the original characters. Uh, the ones that they could anyway, dad has died and Ralphie's going through a lot of memories and stuff. And it is, it's actually very clever and it really plays off the original. So if you haven't watched that, uh, I think it's a good one to watch as a follow up to Christmas story. Don't watch Christmas story two. It's yeah, probably pretty point five on IMDb, by the way, Christmas story two does. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty close to a star Wars holiday special. <laughs> so uh, just stay away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Next yeah, on your me, list bro. is uh, yeah. <laughs> next on your list is elf. And elf is just so. Yeah. A funny and different take and just. And the whole premise is hilarious. Yeah. You take Will Ferrell. How tall is he? And oh, he's an elf. He's like 6'2". Six six yeah, 6'2", six 6'4". Six he might be taller. James Conn is his uh, dad. Yeah. Yes, that was just all great. Yeah. And so uh, I, have, I have elf as number two on my list because it, oh, okay. it keeps moving up. So. Uh, yeah. it, now, there's nothing really. There's a little bit to it, but there's, there's nothing. Uh, christian about it really it's mm-hmm. all just kind of around which is okay yeah it's all just kind of around the holiday and around the mythology of santa claus and so forth but it didn't help that uh, i got a massive crush on zoe <laughs> at that time so yeah. 
She's, and, so, and she's such a fantastic a do- singer too, actually. So. Do- doughy-eyed young lady. Yeah. 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 I. It, it's just a fun movie. And Will Ferrell, it's one of Will Ferrell's better ones. He didn't go over the top, you know, like some of his, some of his movies, he, he has these moments in it where it's beyond cringeworthy. It's just like, why did you put that in this? But this is a Will Ferrell movie where he, uh, Adam's, Adam Sandler does the same thing. They just put yeah. stuff in their movie. Sometimes it's so over the top and out of place. It's just kind of like, it wrecks the movie for me, but Elf isn't one of those. So I, I really appreciate it. Uh, next on my list is Miracle on 34th Street. Now, of course, there's multiple versions of this one, too. I actually like the one that was done in the uh, early 90s with the gal that played Matilda. And, yeah, and uh, Santa and, was uh, uh, Spartan Expense from Jurassic yeah, right. Park. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was John, from, uh, John Hammond. <laughs> Great Escape. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't yeah. remember his name. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's actually a really good version of it. There's a, mm-hmm. several actors in there, and um, that you would recognize if you watch it. The original uh, from 1930 something is really good. It's been colorized. That's the one with. Um, uh, shoot, what's her name? Who's in Wizard of Oz? Oh boy, Judy Garland. Was it? Oh, okay. No, no, was it wasn't. No, it wasn't Judy Garland. It wasn't Judy Garland. It was. I mean, her daughter. No, oh. I gotta look it up now. It's gonna bug me. Miracle <laughs> on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. Consult the oracle. And and more than usual. 1947. I want to switch my stuff around just talking to you and just thinking about these and just talking about different movies. Was it? Uh, it might have been um, Natalie, <clears throat> Natalie Wood. Let's see. Yeah, Natalie Wood. And Maureen O'Hare is in the original tube from 1947. Wow. Yeah. So Natalie Woods, the little girl, and then um, Marina oh, Harris. I did not know that. Yeah, that one's wow. really that one's really good. And actually, they did a really good job in the the older or the newer one, just keeping pretty much the same script. Of course, they updated some of the toys and things like that. But you know, and the gal that played Matilda, she's just she at that age, she was a great little actress. Oh um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, just did a great job. So, but it's it's a good classic. I I mean, it would be up there with A Wonderful Life, but I I just think it's a little um less used, I guess, or less seen. So I I like it a little more than A Wonderful Life. But anyway, okay, your next one is the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Did we already talk about that? Or well, it's just in the, my, the Rankin and Bass I talked about, I guess. In yeah, it's in my. Honorable mentions. And yeah. I, the only reason I put it in the honorable mention is because of uh, that it's not over an hour long. But, uh, yeah, I, I was laughing because you they could not make it again, right? This is yeah. <laughs> when Santa walks in and tells Donner, what kind of kid did you have, basically? <laughs> yeah, it tells him off. And, right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that would 
yeah. ruffled people's feathers, but yeah. I'm starting to think we should just let people have ruffled feathers and yep. move on with life, but uh, we'll see. But it is uh, definitely a must-see. Um, yeah. And and all the, all the other ones, Santa Claus is coming to town. Almost uh, all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Sorry. Claus is coming to town. Uh, a year without Santa Claus. There yep. is one, the, the, one of the first ones they did was the little drummer boy. That, that one's, the animation's not as good in it. And, and the story is a little wonky. Uh, so it, it's a tougher, it's tough to watch actually, but mm-hmm. it's not terrible, but it, yeah. But the, you know, Rudolph and the other ones, they hold up pretty well. And who doesn't love the Island of Misfit Toys? <laughs> so, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, next on my list is Jingle All the Way. Ah. So, Which does has, have kind of a redemption arc. So it's a... Yeah. 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 And that, I like how it, it just bashes on our... Especially on a day like today, because uh, we're <laughs> like right before Christmas here. Uh, the consumerism is dangerous i'm gonna right. stay off the streets <laughs> it's yep. just horrible oh yeah and you're you know we've we've seen the good friday fights good friday mm-hmm. black friday i always black say friday. good friday uh black friday fights people fighting over cabbage patch kids and all that kind of stuff Furbies. <laughs> yeah so of course in if you haven't seen this i don't know it's probably early 90s um of course it's got um uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. He's the lead role. Um, yeah, and uh, Sinbad, right? Sinbad's in it as a postman. Uh, the next door neighbor is uh, the guy from SNL um, who died. His wife killed him. Oh, um, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman's in it. Uh, just, yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. The give and take between Sinbad and... Uh, and Arnold is really good, uh, you know, it, and it's all about getting the toy for the kid, a dad that's consumed with this work and realizes he needs to be more with his family. And Phil Hartman's kind of trying to get in with his wife while he's working so much. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. You, it's definitely a movie that, you know, you don't have to think about that much and you just kind of check your brain at the door and, uh, um, uh, one of the, uh, Jim Belushi is like a bad Santa in it where he's trying to sell a knockoff toy mm-hmm. to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you got to, you know, the whole warehouse scene with all the different Santas and some of them are, are uh, little people. And it just, it, it's just a lot of fun to watch, especially when he ends up, uh, his SUV ends up getting all the tires stolen off of it. And he has to, he runs out of gas. I, it's just fun. Because we've all been there trying to get these toys and stuff. And for those of us who are dads, we've been there where we've, um, we're working too much and we're missing the kids play and, and those kind of things, you know, that, so you can identify, uh, especially if you're a father, identify with the characters really fast. If you're a mom, you identify with the mom pushing the dad, you need to be home more and, and those kind of things. And, and, uh, yeah, so I, I just like it. I like to watch it every year at Christmas time. It, it's a lot of fun. Let's see. So I assume you like the second one then, right? There was a second one? I didn't know that. <laughs> With Larry the Cable Guy. 
Oh gosh, I'll I have, have not seen it. I just noticed it. I'll have to look that up. I didn't oh, realize there was it, a second. It one. does not have high praise. Yeah, I see. <laughs> so, if it has Larry the Camel Guy, it's probably it's worth watching once, probably, just to say that you saw it. Uh, number five on your list is Scrooged from nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, yeah, is, so I would th- I would say this is probably one of the most original, successfully translated versions of a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Now it's it's dated to us now, mm-hmm. but it was pretty cool how they brought everything up to date and crazy and oh yeah, very funny and very quotable and clippable and yeah, I it's my number one Christmas movie. Oh wow, yeah, I. <laughs> I just let it. Most of it is because I'm a big. I just love Bill Murray. I just yeah, I, I I think his interplay with all the the uh, the ghosts is marvelous, and uh, he just he deadpans so many lines that are so funny, and uh, yeah, and of course it has Karen Allen in it as his love interest. And uh, just a whole whole co- whole bunch of people that we'd recognize from different things, and uh, it is so well done. Um, and uh, it's just a fun movie to watch. It's hilarious. Bob Bobcat Goldflake, however you say his name, Gold. Yeah. It's close enough. Goldflake. <laughs> Goldthwait. Yeah, he's in it, and he's he's funny, especially when he has a shotgun and he's chasing him around. <laughs> And he took my whatever it was with her. <laughs> Shoots a gun. Anyway, it's just a lot of fun, and yep. uh, we really i I appreciate it. So I'm glad it's on your list, but it is my my top top movie. Let's see. My next one is the Santa Claus one and two. So I I think they need to always be watched together. Yeah, those those were kind of my standby. I wasn't a huge fan of them. Yeah, but they do have a lot of. The thing I don't like about it, and this is going to sound weird, is that he was forced to do it. Now, okay. eventually it became his privilege. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was a problem I always had with it. I think I got over it in time, but it was like, well, if you get a gun to your head, it's not really being. Kind, Why was he right? forced to do it? Well, because. Santa falls and he's just the first one to touch him. Oh, you mean the storyline? I thought you were saying. Tim, oh, not Tim, Tim Allen. Allen no, no. was forced to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. In the story. Yeah, in the story. Oh, okay. No. Oh, Tim Allen did a great job, too. Yeah. And I, I remember this one specifically because some of the um, buzz was how realistic his fat suit is. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like this technological genius thing. And it, it is very impressive, yeah. by the way, still. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, I love the scene when he goes into the boardroom and they're pitching toys and stuff and he's like well you know i'll have a you know a chocolate chip cookie and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> i got stung by a bee yeah i really i really like i actually like the second one more than the first one but you got to watch the first one to set up the second one per yeah. se but um and i disney has done a little short like a six episode um follow on where they bring back all the original characters i i haven't i've watched them just parts of them my wife has watched them while she's baking cookies they're not too in-depth but she really she likes them 
I think mainly because they bring Tim Allen back and the lady that plays Mrs. Claus. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they're, they're fun movies for me and I just really like them. And of course my kids, my kids have always liked them. My kids grew up with those as their Santa Claus movies. So let's see. Uh, number three on your list is national lampoons, Christmas vacation, which where did it go? Oh, I got it at number five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lot like Scrooged. Yeah. It just has so many moments that are poignant or just ridiculous. I can't quote a lot of them because they're <laughs> naughty. Um, but, well, and, it, and it keeps with the vacation theme, you know, of the Griswold yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, which kind of almost died. Well, yeah. they have the curse of the uh, even-numbered movies with that one. Yeah. But... um yeah, it's, it's just it's what what can you say? It's just great all around. Yep. You know, the squirrel, um, their yuppie neighbors, who's Elaine <laughs> from uh, Seinfeld, right? I don't know, Margo. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> something wrecked our stereo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and we, the, the lights and the, it's just yep. It somehow managed to kick on everything. If the turkey isn't perfect and. Uh-huh. But and, they still yeah. had a good time in the end. And Cousin Eddie showing up without any notice. And of course, dumping his RV out into the storm sewer. <laughs> um, so the the, the son in this one also is Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. So, yes. Yeah. I and uh, the daughter is uh, 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 Julia... Um, yeah, I know. Uh, what a drag it is getting old. Uh, yeah, um, I can't remember it all. Uh, Juliette Lewis, yeah. Yeah, Juliette Lewis. Yeah. <clears throat> and, of course, all of the grandparents are very well-known actors. Oh, yeah. Or, or pretty well Yeah, very, pretty well-known. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. well-known. Yeah. Uh, the one lady was in um, uh, the Raymond show. Yep. Everybody loves Raymond as the mom. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it is a lot of fun to watch, and you can i the the great thing about it is you can identify with, although a lot of the comedy is over the top, you can identify with a whole bunch of parts of the movie. We've all been there, untangling Christmas lights, trying the bulbs, oh, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So it's just um, the sap on the tree. The, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I was saying. The the bad food and the yeah, it's um, that's what makes it so cool and uh, i was gonna say earlier with this movie and scrooge and stuff you can almost just let them play yeah almost like music mm-hmm. while you're doing stuff oh yeah because we've seen them all so many times yeah you can reconnect to the moment because they're in all these little snippets yeah and you, you all you need to do is hear it and it yep. comes to mind right away what's happening right yeah, yeah like uh if you hear the song uh malakaliki maka <laughs> Even if you knew that song forever, yeah. you're gonna probably think of the pool that, yep. and him looking out the out the um, out the window, and then the girl coming up behind him and Santa Claus, Santa Claus, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and it was so sad because oh yeah, they said, uh, oh, I don't remember the line, but basically they weren't gonna get presents. So yeah, um, ah, it's just it's just great. It's written pretty well. Yeah. It you know and well that's one of the scenes where a lot of us have been to or where 
we said, hey, we know you can't afford gifts for your family, so we'd like to help. And then Cousin Eddie goes, well, we've got a list already made. Here's a list, yeah. <laughs> While he's packing like 60-pound bags of dog food on right. the cart. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, he's just yakking on uh. a bone. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can't stop it. We just we yeah. keep quoting it. It's okay. Yeah, it'll okay, but You know, Chevy, this was <laughs> Chevy Chase's heyday. And um, yeah. yeah, he's just great. Let's see. That was your list, wasn't it? No. Uh, so next on my list was Home Alone, which you've already, uh, you put it on your honorable mention. Yeah. But I, yeah, I Home Alone, I think, is a very classic movie. Mm-hmm. Very funny. I don't, did you see the stories about where they rang up on current prices on what he bought at the store? Where Kevin yeah, I heard it was like a big deal today. On, yeah. on like YouTube, they were talking about how people were freaking out. Yeah, I'm so going, oh heck, that was the 80s, right? Or yeah. the 90s? It's like 80 bucks now what he bought. Like <laughs> it was just under $80. They could have done the same thing from four years ago. But yeah. anyway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's got uh, Daniel Stern in it. And uh, yeah, just, just a lot of fun. And uh, it is an interesting movie. That reminds us about, you know, you know, Kevin, of course, you know, I don't think I'm spoiling it at all, but Kevin, of course, wishes his family wouldn't, wouldn't exist and he'd have Christmas by himself. And that's what happens. And, uh, so it's just a lot of fun. Uh, Madeline Kahn's in it as the mom and trying to get back. Of course, John Candy is in it, right? <laughs> as the polka, the polka king of the Midwest. And <laughs> I, uh, you know, John Candy is one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Cat- I know oh, that sounded wrong. Oh, did yeah, I said Madeline Kahn. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, not, I'm not trying to correct you. I just no. I looked at it. All right. I I'm not to trying to correct right? you, but I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a reflex. Yeah. It, you Sorry. Know, I remember when we first saw it, we saw it in a theater. And then, uh, mm-hmm. then we bought the VHS of this one and our kids just loved it. And, um, and so it, it became a family favorite and it's still one that my wife and I appreciate watching. Now there is several of them. Yeah. Home Alone 2 is uh, not as good as the first one, but of course you got Trump in it. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is when it gets played on regular TV that some stations take Trump out. <laughs> it's just a little candy. Uh, there, basically. <laughs> but it's just funny that they would do that. Um, but um, yeah, I think there's a home alone three and then there's a, then the, I think the third one, they switch kids. There is one like home alone four that isn't terrible, but they started over, right? Yeah. Isn't basically the one? started over. But, uh, yeah, but Home Alone 1 is, is the, the gold standard that all the other Home Alones are, are judged by. Yeah. But I, you know, the, the whole series of events that happens to, uh, Daniel Stern and, uh, what's the other guy's name? The short guy. Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. The whole series of events that happens to him is just so over the top funny and, uh, Especially when Daniel Stern gets an iron in the face and, and 
<laughs> Ironically, in a comedy, one of the most realistic screams when that tarantula is on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That scream is, that's he has above a, B horror movie screams. You he's know? got the crowbar and he cracks real fishy. Do you want to give up? Or are you thirsty for more? Yeah. <laughs> you filthy animal. <laughs> See, uh, more quotes. But at the heart of it, it was still a story about family and uh, and every parent. I'm not saying every parent's done it, but every yeah. parent has woke up. Even if it's like you left them in the back of the car for three steps when you get out yep. at the store. That feeling of I lost my kid is just yeah. crushing. Oh, yeah. It's just too much. I, too much. I still remember my youngest son. We were at a mall in Chicago in one of the the community areas where it's kind of like a big step down into a generalized area and people could sit on the steps and all that. And uh, he walked away and he was getting on an elevator, Mm -hmm. but we didn't know that. And so, you know, the elevator shaft is over there and he kind of walked behind it. But I don't even remember why he was doing it. But my wife and I were just like, we had three other kids that we needed to watch. But at the same time, we're trying to find the two-year-old who just walked away. And uh, it only lasted five minutes, but it it was the longest five minutes of my life almost. I was going to say, put a couple gray hairs on your head, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got a couple wanderers in our clan, too. So, And then, it, you know, you have that, oh, I'm happy to find you, but I'm so mad at you for walking away. <laughs> I don't know whether to hug you or pulverize you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next one on your list is the Black Adder Christmas Carol. All right, so I cheated. This is a TV show, and it's under an hour. Ah, but uh, that was your rules, not mine. Yeah. So if you're familiar with the Black Adder at all, and this is definitely an acquired taste, it is a <laughs> British comedy about. Uh, it's uh, starring um, Mr. Bean. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, his name just escaped me too. It's a terrible affliction, folks. Send all you can to my brain drain. I cannot believe it's. Uh... Uh... Okay, just edit this out, right? Fix it and post. Rowan Atkinson, Rowan one of my Atkinson, favorite that's... actors. Period. I mean, he's there. It is. Yeah, it just for everything up he on is with Google. Mr. Bean, where he doesn't speak, he's the exact opposite and perfect in the Black Adder series yeah. because he's sarcastic twisted clever um it's really just great and the cast is fantastic well the christmas carol is just a special tv show where they take the worst person in the world which is black adder because he's different characters through history mm-hmm. and they make him the best man in all of london oh and th- and the, during the show people are trying to say how great he is and he slowly becomes scrooge so it kind of turns the whole thing on its head and he becomes just this horrible guy but it's really funny i'm making it sound depressing it's extremely funny (laughs) and uh probably the best part and i'm gonna i won't do a british accent even though i it's taken all of my control not to do it (laughs) is uh his servant is baldrick it's always baldrick and he did the christmas cards and he shows it to him and he's like ah um Christmas has an H in it, Baldrick. He goes, oh. And he goes, oh, and an R, an I, an S, T, an M, an A, an S. 
Oh, and you missed the C at the beginning. So <laughs> he misspelled Christmas completely. And they actually show it at the end of the episode. It, it's Queeznuz. It's like K-W-E-E-Z. It's really <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a fantastic show. We watch it every year. It's one of the first ones we watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, at yeah, Mary and I. How many um, episodes is it? There's just one. Oh, just one. Yeah. So, yeah, there's four seasons of the Black Adder, and they have a couple of specials. And this is the really good one, oh, okay. the Black Adder Christmas Carol. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of the Black Adder, <laughs> of course, uh, Mr. Bean. So I've always appreciated Rowan Atkinson. Uh, yeah, and Stephen Fry is is in it because uh, he's on the show, and Hugh Laurie. Uh, if you know who Miranda mm-hmm. Richardson is. Um, and there's some other people you probably don't know their name, but you'd know who they are. Well, Robbie Coltrane, who is uh, uh, Hagrid. Oh, he's yeah, actually yeah. the spirit spirit of Christmas. So he's kind of a main character. And Blackadder, he's talking him into uh, showing him what his ancestors were like. So <laughs> his ancestors are horrible. So he's just like the super nice guy. Anyway. If you're into that kind of thing, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. So that's awesome. Yeah. Let's see. I, I think, think that's we, all I, of them. I think we did our whole list. Yeah, you even let me do my my whining and complaining about the uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> the Rankin and Bass nightmare. <laughs> I remember watching that with my kids and saying, Are You guys okay? And they're like, I'm gonna go play. And they just left. <laughs> Like me too. This is terrible. This is bad. <laughs> so, I don't even know where you it. can watch that one anymore. I think I I did a search. I think it's on like oh rats. Anyway, I did a search and it came up like a Amazon with stars or something like that, and you could watch it. Oh, so Disney Plus didn't put it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a dysfunctional enough to be Disney Plus. Or yeah. I am not a Disney fan anymore, man. Like a, just yeah. so checked out. Oh, I was reading uh, 2023's, uh, how did they put it? Um, corporate uh, tank, it, basically the, the corporations that tank the most in 2023 and Marvel's oh, yeah. in the top five. <laughs> Because yeah, and I bet Lucasfilm is up there too. So their movies have just been awful. Yep, and uh, yeah, Disney's just a mess. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, right now they're kind of going under a soft um, reset. Um, no, a soft uh, proxy war or whatever you call it. Um, you know, when they fight, when the st- when the stakeholders fight over oh. who can control the company, and yeah. It's uh, pretty fun. Somebody trying to listen to some of it. They're trying to basically get rid of Bob Iger. Oh, and I don't know if you heard the quote from. uh, This is off subject a little bit. (laughs) This isn't very Christmassy, but if you heard the wonderful quote from Elon, straight to Bob. No, I have not heard that one. So a bunch of people canceled their uh, advertising off of Twitter. Oh, right. Or X formerly known as Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> and this guy was interviewing. What do you think of that? He's like, oh, I don't want you to advertise it. And yeah. the guy's like, what? He's like, if you're going to try to blackmail me, go blank yourself. Oh, yeah, I did hear that one. And then he goes, hi, Bob. <laughs> I didn't hear the hi, Bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's classic. And, uh, 
Yeah. But yeah, it, the problem is that for some reason, this corporation doesn't th- seem to think it needs to make money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Well, and uh, it is, yeah, and it's like uh, so many things. Instead of making entertainment, they think they're that for some reason that they need to influence culture. Like that's but they think, priority. and they think if people don't like it, it's their fault, not right. Which is an artistic attitude, but it's like what you guys are pumping out ain't art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... it could be entertainment, but it, yeah. And this is coming from one of the most hardcore Marvel fans back in, you know, when there was only like 20 movies. <laughs> I bought everyone. I took everybody to go see it opening day and usually again. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I, now I don't Did watch you see the last them. Captain Marvel one? Nope. I didn't see Captain Marvel. I didn't see. Uh, I saw Ant-Man. I think that's. Oh, no, no. I saw um, Guardians, the only one that was good this year. Oh yeah, I like the Guardians. Guardians was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did. I didn't see. I haven't seen Quantum Media yet. It's not. It's yeah. And I and I love the first Ant Man and the second the Ant Man yeah, and too. the Wasp was pretty good too. But ah, uh, yeah, they just lost it. Yeah, that's that's it. it. The movie itself was okay. It's just the way it's executed. Yeah. And the stupid stuff they throw in there is just. What are you doing? Yeah. And it, Indy was a mess. And I know that's Lucasfilm, but. Well, I just bought it just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I usually buy movies on my Voodoo account and they just discounted for Christmas, the Indiana Jones, the 10 bucks. So uh, they were still trying to make money on it at 20. But I don't think I don't I have no idea if people were buying the digital version of it for 20 bucks, but it hit 10. I'll pay 10 to to see a movie that I may not like, <laughs> but you know, it's still cheaper. I, yeah. I refuse to, unless I know it's going to be good. I refuse to go to the movie because watching a move, going to the theater between my wife and I, that's 30 bucks for the tickets. Then you get all the popcorn and all that. It costs 50 bucks to go to a movie now. Yeah. You know, and it, see, I kind of turn it into like a date. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we go out to, to do that. So if the movie stinks, it's like, ah, the popcorn was still fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Thanks for the thousand calories of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we usually go see a movie on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, so we're having a tough time figuring out what we're going to do, what we're going to see, because the new movie is Aquaman, which is not getting great reviews. Aquaman 2, whatever it's called. Oh, this, I thought so, it was Aquaman 3. Uh, it's Aquaman 2 Kingdom, uh, something Kingdom. Oh. Anyway, I don't care because they're resetting the whole DC thing. Again? But, uh, well, yeah, this is the last one. So this is a hold off, be- held out because it's um, Jason Momoa. So he yeah. was in the Snyder DC. So th- he was in the originals. Yeah. And now that's all fizzling out and they're kind of rebooting it. Um. So this would be the last one. So this would be the 16th Batman off. reboot and the 15th. Oh, yeah, the Batmans don't count because they're, <laughs> they're other worlds or whatever. So it's like alternate versions. Oh. I just said. I don't it. know. I, I almost got them talked into seeing Godzilla on Christmas. So. Oh. It's, I've, I've had the same conversation with so many people that go, well, I'm not, I don't really like Godzilla. I went, I don't either. 
<laughs> and honestly, uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but if you took Godzilla out of the movie, it'd still be pretty cool. Really? And it's good. It's I really liked it. I mean, well, I, I heard they, they kept brought it. Brought a tear to my eye. I'll put it that way. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. It's very. It's a Charlie, imp- Charlie Brown moment, huh? The story about the Japanese people, because it's at the mm-hmm. end of World War II. Right. And the 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 main characters in it, which is a, I don't want to give anything away, but it's first minute of the movie, a failed kamikaze pilot, and then he ends up like with this broken kind of family and just their trials, and then the whole country trying to come back from the devastation of World War II. Sure, and it's subtitles too, and you still just are emotionally hooked. It's and good. I and I heard that they kept the original kind of look to Godzilla. Yep. They didn't do the uh, more dinosaur-looking thing. Like, yep. It's not the westernized. It still looks like a guy in a suit almost, except uh, the graphics. They're good. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I don't like. I said I don't want to give anything away, but the budget for this was reported at fifteen million. Fifteen. That's it. Yeah, and everybody was freaking out. How'd you do it for 15? And they're asking the guy who's the director, writer, and special effects manager. <laughs> That's probably part of it. Uh, <laughs> and he said, I wish we had 15 million. It's like, oh, oh wow. What was it? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's really putting Hollywood to shame. Yeah. And it has a limited release, and it's, I think it's number three this week. It's been out for a while. Yeah, because it's, it's probably really entertaining and doesn't shove a bunch of woke culture down your down your throat it's it's about people yeah and, and i'm sure some people would get upset that you know in 1945 six um that everybody who wants to protect the country is a formal or former military mm-hmm. man yeah man only well that's what happened yeah that's... I mean, there wasn't a godzilla but that's who did it right not that women weren't a part of it it's just they're very and it's and appropriate. Japan's for the an time. ethno state. They're all Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a very different culture. Yeah. Al. Yeah, it's it's they eat sushi. <laughs> but uh, uh I'm serious. If if you watch it and you don't get into it, I would be surprised. I bet you would really like it. Yeah. Well, so if you can to... see it in a matinee or something, I I would recommend it. Yeah, so. I'll have to see if my one of my sons wants to go with me. My wife refuses to watch subtitle movies, so yeah, it's it is distracting. But yeah. um, I did have to go see it in XD. I wanted to see it in IMAX because oh. the sound is very good. Oh wow! And so um, that that was a recommendation by some of my YouTube friends. They don't know, but they're my friends. <laughs> but I I think they're friends because I watch them so much. Should I be worried about but, you, uh, Tom? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. What do you think, Fred? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it has been eight months since I've seen a movie in a theater. Uh, well, I have a. And, and um, actually, the last one I, I saw, one those pieces, saw in the theater so was I... Spider Man. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. We went and saw. Um, okay, we're doing a recap on 2023 now, <laughs> unadvertised. We did see Five Nights at Freddy's, which. Uh, with, with Michael and Mo. And uh-huh. so. I went out with all my M&Ms. Um, <laughs> so uh, we four went and saw it, and it was fine. It was another lower-budget movie. It mm-hmm. was good. If you liked the the games, they were both in it. The kids were into the games. Well, the oh, kids. Yeah. They're grown-ups Yeah, because that is based off a... 
<clears throat> video game, right? It, it was a few video games, yep. And that was that was pretty good. And then we saw Mario, which was good yeah. earlier in the year as a family. So uh, I didn't see Barbie, but the girls saw it and they really liked it. And I was like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, there's a few people I said, you know, they, they said the Barbie movie is fun to watch. Yeah, I bet it is. Actually, I've seen some scenes that go, I don't think it's for me, but I get it, yeah. I guess. If it shows up on Netflix or something or Amazon. Yeah, Prime, I'll watch I it. Eventually, watch it then. Eventually, yeah. 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 But there's the other one. We saw something probably. else. Then we, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, we, we, maybe that's what our, uh, our, uh, show should be about next month is a recap on 2023 as we get in, get it ready to go into 2024. So we'll have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Okay. So you got, uh, while we uh, get ready to close up the shop today, you got any big plans for Christmas? No, just that uh, hopefully the traffic will be gone and we're <laughs> going to try to see that movie. Yeah. If cool. we can pick one. Yeah. We've got uh, one of our kids that lives about four hours away is coming in on Saturday. Is that tomorrow? Yeah, okay. that's tomorrow. And then, uh, and then off and on throughout the Christmas weekend, then we have kids coming in. We are, we, uh, are planning on going to the SAC Museum on uh, Sunday afternoon. It is a uh, tradition in our family to have pictures taken in front of the SR-71 there. Not at Christmas, but just anytime somebody goes there, it's a must. You have to take a picture in front of the SR-71. So I've got pictures from my boys when they were real little to now they're taking pictures with their kids in front of the sr-71 oh, cool. it's kind of a fun tradition so we i think we'll have six five or six of the grandkids there for me to take a picture in front of the sr-71 with them so looking forward to that but i got uh, one for, with my kids what's that uh i got one with my kids oh yeah in front in front of it yeah yep of course I, I made them pose like they were about to get hit like it was <laughs> crashing through the ceiling so they're screaming <laughs> Yes. They were little. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot. I think it. you were there. I think yeah, you were there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's about it for us today. We really appreciate all of our listeners listening to our stories and our sidebars. And uh, we'll be back again next month with another episode. I'm Scott. And I'm Tom. Uh, goodbye from the Northern Latitudes and. And Yippee Kaye from Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> God bless you all and Merry Christmas. We'll see you soon. Merry Christmas.